Maybe kind of if you have any advice about how I can step it up there. For me, is defining what matters most and fucking everything else. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another one-on-one -on -one episode of Throwing Tantrums. You may not recognize this child from in this other screen it's probably because i found her and said hey you should be on the team and she was like sure and then no i'm just kidding <laughs> i think she might be actually want to be one of the youngest members of the team but we'll we'll find out in just a sec once i introduce her if you if it's your first time hopping onto this podcast my name's emroy the host and director founder of temper tantrums the host of throwing tantrums and uh, many other things that you may have seen me on or not but that's a little bit about me. I'm going to pass the ball to our guest today, the baby of the group, I think. Marie, tell them a little bit about you. Obviously, I just gave your name away, but name, age, just to prove that I'm right, that you're young. <laughs> yeah, and uh, a little bit of your origin story in regards to dance. Hi, I'm Marie. I'm 20 years old. I'm technically five because I was born on leap year. Uh, so I guess that makes me the baby. <laughs> You're technically five. I forgot about it. You talked about yeah. it. I forgot. Oh, my God. With dance, it's been like an on and off thing. I started in my, my parents put me in ballet when I was like five, but I only did that for like a year and then I had to stop. And then it's just been on and off with joining at school and I would learn off of like YouTube. And then I joined my first crew, my first semester of college, and I joined Grits and Gravy. Another member, Diego, he's the director of it. And then currently I'm just training at home, trying to find time to dance because it's just been a lot of like busy with work. And eventually, like in two weeks, I'm going to have school, so I have to figure out how to do that. Yeah, so uh, I still kept thinking that you came from Hawaii. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> but uh, what have you been doing in terms of training? What kind of training have you been doing? Well, somebody kind of took me under his wing. His name is Patrick. And he's just kind of been teaching me the foundations of like locking and house. Mm. And then kind of like helping me with my freestyle, giving me tips and stuff. So I've just been doing that when I can because uh, he's been working with my schedule. So it's been like helpful, like during my free time. Oh, nice. So am I going to see you submit a video for the upcoming <laughs> concept that I shared with you guys? I'm actually, I was actually going to try to film it in the new space. Oh, sick. Yeah. Well, what's your item going to be? I'm still debating because I kind of like, I have my little my little record here. Oh, that like that's to, cool. Yeah, I like to use that when I'm like freestyling in my room instead of like using the computer because sometimes the sound comes out weird. And But like the only records I have are from Daniel Caesar, but that's fine because I like freestyling to him. So it kind of <laughs> works out. How long have you been with Grits? And is that the only crew you're in? Or are you also on the other one that's in CSUN? Only Grits. It's, I think it's only been like not even a year yet. Like almost a year. Were you technically one of the new ones that I kind of like cursed at? Mm -hmm. I feel like I cursed at all the newbies. 
<laughs> no reason. Wait, so for dance, what is it just kind of like a hobby thing right now? Or, or is it something that you would eventually like to have as maybe even a side gig? Eventually a side gig. Like, I really want to try. Right now, I, I'm just trying to focus on building my foundation to try Because since I'm still kind of new to it, I want to like make sure that, oh, I have all this knowledge that I could apply later on. And then eventually, like, my ultimate goal, ultimate goal is to eventually, like, travel the world to be able to dance and do that. Ah, like, dan- like travel and dance or travel and teach? A little bit of both. Mm. But right now, since I'm, like, still iffy about teaching, like, I want to be able to teach eventually. Yeah. But right now, like, Marie right now is like, oh, I just want to dance. But I feel like Marie in the future will want to do both. Mm. You're 20, so you're, 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 fuck, you're a decade younger than me. But there's definitely a lot of room for growth, a lot of room for potential. And I, what I like about you and some, a lot of the other people that, members that I've talked to, like, around your age is that they're hungry for the foundation to mm-hmm. learn locking and house or popping or whichever style that's going to help, you know, give a solid foundation with all the other I guess, quote-unquote, hip-hop styles. Because mm-hmm. I think one of the common things... Well, for me, when I was younger, I don't think a lot of people knew what locking was. Not a lot of people knew what housing was. Or or even what whacking was. So mm-hmm. that, that's pretty badass that you're actually... That's what you're training in. And then you're not just... Not to not put down any of the choreo classes, but not, you're not just doing other choreo classes. But you're looking mm-hmm. to build your freestyling. So are you trying to battle eventually? I want to try it like at least once, but it's kind of scary because like it's so intense, and I feel like I'm <laughs> I'm gonna be like that in the beginning. <laughs> Have you ever battled before, like even in grits, like in a cipher? No, no, not like, like battle battle. It was just like freestyle ciphers. Like, but there was no one ever going like in your face, like yeah, I'm gonna call you out and <laughs> me to Diego, but for fun. But, but did did you guys ever have a back and forth? No, it was more like me picking up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, so you're like the tidiest person. And he's like, <laughs> uh, dude, yeah, I'm not going to lie, it's scary as shit. <laughs> no matter at what level. It, yeah. But it's like, or it eventually just becomes excitement. But I mm-hmm. remember my first battle. No, my second battle. I shared this in a previous podcast somewhere. My second battle, I froze up. It was in, it was in the middle. Like battles, I'd say now are, I think, a little bit more formal. Compared mm-hmm. to some of the battles I did, I'd say, quote-unquote, back then. So I'd say, like, 2004, 2005. The battles back then were raw, me, potentially mean crowds. I think it's probably because yeah. I was in a... Uh, because the battle I did was... It was a crump battle. But they, they were open to, I think, other people with different styles coming in there. But the crowd mm-hmm. was rowdy. And they will... They straight up booed you if you sucked. No one does oh that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, like, this yeah. is... Yeah, and then, uh, <laughs> and obviously, if they knew you were going to lose, they would tell you you're going to lose. Like, this was, like, raw. Uh, like, brutal. <laughs> and it was, these crowds were brutal. So, like, it was, like, it really required tough skin. And it was my second, third battle, actually. Uh, and mm-hmm. then going in there and then seeing that it was a three-on-three. Me and two other, other founders of FanBiz were supposed to be battling, be battling. Me and one other founder choked. Another, the other one, Mark, was the current director of FanBiz, had to carry us against Aww. three other guys it was so bad yeah 
Yeah, so were cars... you like in the middle and then you kind of just went like <laughs> yeah we were like i don't know what to fucking do like yeah, and, and it, it, it like it played with our like our psyche because like it, it's mm-hmm. the, a lot of the people were already rooting for the other people, and then against us like mm-hmm. man, yeah, yeah. And, yeah the uh, battles nowadays aren't, aren't as bad, like uh, even this one other one and I think I oh yeah I definitely shared this with the one the podcast with Diego make sure you guys listen to that like where my first battle was at a Salvation Army where we mm-hmm. they. Right before, right after I did my round, and this was this was different. Like four people here, four people here. You go, and then you pick the opponent. So oh, okay. I did I did my round, and I picked my opponent. And those of you guys who know Jet Lee, he was one of the opponents I picked. And the whole crowd, even the MC, was like, "Oh, <laughs> it's over!" <laughs> like I was, like they knew I was done. I was gonna uh-huh. get wrecked. <laughs> so Wait, did you do that like on purpose or you're kind of just like oh i just want to choose him i just picked him because I, I i i looked up to him i oh, was okay. like hell yeah i want to go up against you you're one like one of the better dancers like i wanted to see where i'm at and yeah. then i was just roasted like wrecked like he made fun of me he did this like ticking move tick 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 uh-huh and big glasses <laughs> and then crowd laughed oh yeah, but it's that a was, good learning experience. Yeah, it's definitely a great learning experience. <laughs> you know what, what I'm gonna, definitely going to do with Temper Tantrum once we're back, we're, we're going to have in-house battles. Oh, like, that'd be fun. That's what we used to do with Fanbiz. We would separate everyone. Yeah. And uh, put pe- people who've never worked with each other in crews, and they would, ever, they would have a bracket. Mm-hmm. So, and, and people get, like, the most timid people, like you, <laughs> like, I wouldn't be surprised if you They're, become, like... like Come like yeah, they show out. I'm like I, it, it, especially in that battle like mentality. It's like, yeah, like you have. The, I, oh, sorry. I, no, I was I was gonna say like oh uh, yeah, I kind of see that happening because I feel like once you're in the zone, you're like you're in it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, did you join any other crews before Grits, or were you just doing it casually, or just doing going to studios? Uh, casually, like I think it was 2018, 2019 of like the summer of. Those, one of those years mm-hmm. where I started uh, taking like more classes at ML because I would do it like maybe once in a while, mm-hmm. but then like it became my like my home studio and I started taking it more frequently because I was like, wow, I really love this and I want to keep doing it. Uh, so like, what was the curiosity? Like, why? What made you want to start taking more classes? So one of the gentle ladies, her uh, shout out to them, but one of them taught at my school as like the dance coordinator teacher and because her mom works at the school and she was like oh my daughter dances you should take her class and then they would have like a slot at ml so i would go with my friend to take their class and i'm like oh my gosh i love like how homey this feels and how like comfortable the studio makes me feel like and i love dancing so i want to start doing it more and i i just kept going Mm. Tell me why you haven't dropped out of school yet. No, I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> um, I have an Asian mom, <laughs> and I cannot do that. <laughs> that's, that's true. You'll be a disappointment. <laughs> so, are you, what, you're going into kinesiology? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the specialty is actually dance. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do with that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just being a dick. What do you, what do you enjoy most about, about dancing? It's a, like a very good way to release everything. 
like emotions good or bad and it's just like it's like therapeutic mm. and i like the exchange of energy between people like like you could you don't even need to know the other person but you could be vibing and then you just end up like being friends and it's just like it's i feel like it's good energy to surround yourself with yeah, yeah. I, I agree you can definitely vibe off other people even strangers just like at a dance yeah. event it's like hey hey that's what i love about the dance community they're all like i don't know it's the energy it feels so good even in when i went back to the philippines and mm-hmm. i was i walked to this park near uh the place i was at and there was a random crew practicing at the park barefoot and on dirt and then i mm-hmm. f- fucking not barefoot i was barefoot <laughs> and i ciphered with them and it was just like I feel like it, the language of dance is so universal. For since Corona hit, like how has it kind of affected you and like how, you know, because there's the dance energy you get from mm-hmm. rehearsals and then practicing at home. Like how yeah. do you, how has that kind of, how's the change of environment because of Corona affected your, your feel about dance or just in general? It's definitely like... It takes more energy to kind of get myself to dance more because before it was like, like I could be down here and then when I'd go to grits practice, I'd be like up here because it's just like, it's the exchange of energy. But like through the screen, you can't really get that. And it's just, and I haven't taken a Zoom one yet. That's probably why, but I've done the the Instagram live ones Mm -hmm. and it's just, it felt like learning off of YouTube again, where it's just kind of like, okay, it's me practicing in my room, going over it. But, like, it doesn't feel as motivating. In the beginning, though, if it was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to take all these classes. I'm going to be, like, on my game, like, getting <laughs> better. And then I was, like, slowly going down. I'm like, I could learn this another time or... And then I started getting more busy with work because people like had to go into quarantine and then they needed more people to pick up hours. And then mm. I was like, I'll have time later. I'll, I'll, I'll do this later. But uh, that's like for learning. But when it comes to like freestyle, I feel like it's been better because before I wouldn't really do it. I'd be like scared. But I feel like in the comfort of my own home, I have more time to kind of like, okay, kind of like see what your body can do and how you could change it in different ways and this is really a time to experiment without people looking at you and feeling like oh my gosh I feel kind of scared it's just Mm. like you and you like in the mirror or like just in your room do you feel like you're gravitating more to choreo or freestyling Uh, still I feel like I'm still a little bit towards choreo since like that's how I kind of started but Mm -hmm. now that I've been now because of quarantine i feel like oh i really like freestyling and like exploring that like i don't feel as scared jumping into it as before like now i'm like okay we're gonna freestyle let's go (laughs) what was so scary about it before for you just like the fact that since i would basically only do choreo and then it's just like oh i don't know i feel kind of awkward in my own body if it's just me doing what what my body wants to do but then when you accept that yeah but then like i don't know it's just i guess like a shift in your mind where it's just like okay just accept it let let it do what you want to do you know yeah oh it's a it's the freedom of choice in a sense can be paralyzing for a lot of people because now it's like i have to choose for myself 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the things that kind of like helped like smooth, I guess, the transition to go into freestyling more is to kind of have like what you did one time where okay you're gonna be a cup so it kind of sets a little bit of boundaries but you still have the freedom or like okay i'm Uh, just gonna use my arms or yeah i feel like that kind of helps with okay like you have freedom but try to focus on this and it it doesn't make it seem as like oh my gosh i don't know what to what to do because then you kind of have an idea but you don't that's right oh yeah that makes sense yeah we did the grits zoom training that was yeah, that, you're the first group I've ever taught that because I didn't want to teach locking because I can't fix you guys. You know, when I teach you guys in person, I fix your arms and everything, but freestyle concepts are a little easier. What did you feel about with those concepts that they taught you guys? I really liked it because it, like, it helped me. Because before I felt kind of like, oh, I feel like I'm just doing the same thing. But with those concepts in mind, it's like there's so many more things I could do, like I'm an M, I'm a W, and like <laughs> try, to, try to incorporate all these different things. I like the floor work too, because like going on the floor is kind of, it kind of like made me hesitate because I was like, how do I get up? <laughs> but it, it's like fun. I like like throwing myself on the floor. What what floor work did I teach you guys? The um, three hole. Oh, it's the like, three hole concept. Mm-hmm. That sounds super dirty, but good. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a legit floor work move <laughs> what are you caught were there any particular events that you were looking forward to pre-rona well we were practicing for carnival and then we had the other city walk performance oh yeah so I, was, I was like really excited for that because i've never been to carnival or like or the big only like big performance i've done i think was oh maxed out in city walk but those were like that was my first competition competition oh wow was, like, performance yeah also oh, you're really like i would say an infant to this whole scene this whole time yeah. i thought you'd been like several crews already like i don't know it's probably because i'm just like i had assumed that you have been with grits for a while and did all these other competitions damn yeah so have you ever been to a carnival just to watch no oh, i watched never. like through videos but i was like oh my gosh i really want to do that and then Liz gave us the opportunity, and I was like, no way! Oh, but yeah. Miss Rona came in. Miss <laughs> Rona came in, fucked shit up. Yeah, yeah. there's definitely a lot, of, a lot of events that I have planned for us, aside from City Walk, and yeah. The carnival's fun, but uh, yeah, I'm coming from a perspective I'm, I'm jaded of performing there. So, <laughs> but it's, it's still a fun experience, especially if it's your first time. You know, because those of you guys don't know, not listening it's like it's one of the industry events that happen in in la along with jete and i forgot what this other one was i think i and i just saw a video of it but yeah there's three dance industry events that happen so it's a it's really carnival is one of the i'd say quote unquote big ones because you see a million not a million but a lot of talented dancers nasty ciphers which is one of the reasons i like going but also insanely talented choreographers and up-and-coming choreographers like it's really a showcase and it's not just hip-hop it's sometimes contempt and jazz and other styles oh sorry go, go, i go. wanted to go to jete i because the journal ladies were performing and they were like oh you should like you should go and i was about to but then work <laughs> oh i couldn't yeah man yeah that that's the thing with work you should just quit i'm just kidding i can't 
What? So maxed out was your first competition ever? Yeah. Like, to, to walk me through your experience, because you know I'm not a newbie anymore, mm-hmm. so it's like the jitters are like, you know, I like hearing <laughs> hearing the youth. <laughs> you live like you. My you yeah, make me feel young again. Vicariously. Yeah, <laughs> make me feel young again. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so we got there, but I arrived with Pepino, and we were kind of hungry. So, and he has this like tradition about bringing watermelons so we went to the store to <laughs> <laughs> that's a interesting okay yeah like he eats watermelons but we went to just buy some snacks and some water that's cool and then we met up with the other people and then i was like oh my gosh this is like so dope because there's just literally everywhere you turn or like everywhere you look there's just people dancing or like just doing their own thing and it's like this is where this is like everything like i wanted like there's just people over there oh they're battling Dean and alvin i believe mm-hmm. like they, they were part of like a little battle and i was like in the in the there was like i don't know what to call it like, kind of like a little bridge at the top of the school where we were like getting ready and practicing and then we where went was to go set? where was max at it it was at this like high school but i can't remember the name of it was it at lakewood no was it at glendale high school I, I I can't remember to be honest. Okay, because you said that bridge. Sound, is... That name sounds familiar, but was it maxed out 2019? Yes. Okay, I'm looking for it. Keep going. Uh, so like after we practice our set a little bit, like marking it and kind of trying to just do some final cleaning, mm-hmm. went and then oh and Rosie Rosie also battled. So we were just at the top like, woo! <laughs> And then it was just like crazy, and I I just loved it. It was at Glendale High School, that's my high school. Yeah. Yeah, you're at the bridge oh. on 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 the yeah. bridge of the school watching him. Yeah. Yeah, and oh. like looking down. Yeah. And then it was so it was just like an amazing experience. And then but when they told us like oh you guys are like I think we were gonna be third to perform after like a couple crews so we went to the area like i guess it was like the backstage to go into the stage i i'm not sure it's probably the art quad like there's a like like there's the main big area quad and then you go to the back and there's stairs going up yeah stairs yeah Yeah. so we kind of like practiced there a little bit before too and just kind of like hyping each other up and it kind of helped because like my insides were like, <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, this is like for real happening. And then there was like a couple technical difficulties with the wardrobe changes. Oh. But, and so we were like, oh my goodness. But when we saw the video, it didn't look as bad as like we thought it did. Oh, when you performed, we were, there's technical, yeah. there's wardrobe changes in the set? Yeah. I hate wardrobe changes. <laughs> yeah, it didn't work out <laughs> for some some of it. So we kind of like timed it where um okay we couldn't get out in time because we couldn't get the sweater on our head so we just waited and then we kind of just ran on stage as if it was like planned and it didn't look as bad as we thought so we were like okay okay nothing to worry about really and then how it was like practicing and doing this set during practice felt long but when you're on stage it feels like feels like that it goes by so quick and i was like what no way like i thought this was gonna like last longer 
Tell me what was going through your head when you were on deck. <laughs> Wait, can I show you? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I, those I, mo- the, I love those moments because it's like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> I was kind of like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. And then, because there was like parts where I had to go enter from the other side of the stage. So I was like in the back like, booking it <laughs> like, oh my gosh this is so much physical like energy and then oh but it, it, it was great when you when you walked on that stage what was like your initial reaction it's a lot bigger than what we imagined like, <laughs> to, to be so i was like there's a lot more space we have to fill up and we we weren't really like prepping for that yeah but we made it work but i was like oh i I would just have to like walk off a little bit but now i gotta like kind of jog off the stage because in order to make it and then run the whole circle and then make it on the other side after Mm -hmm. i had to change and i was like it was it was such a good experience though and like i was excited for this year's maxed out because i was like okay so now i know how this like kind of works and i can like prepare for it yeah Oh, no, I was there in 2017. Oh, no, because I was trying to see, like, because Famas was there. I did my last maxed out not too long ago. Well, four years ago now. <laughs> Fuck. Really? Yeah. yeah. We, I think we took third for that one. Second oh, nice. So, because uh, I was just thinking, are, if, if was it one of those moments where we might have passed each other kind of thing? But... No. Oh, no. <laughs> Probably not. <just> started. <laughs> yeah, because like, uh, I, I like asking these questions because it's like, it's like those like, super exciting moments, like mm-hmm. the anticipation with your friends, your crew, and like, like the excitement. Like, I don't, I don't want to fuck up. I don't want to fuck up. But you're yeah. excited. <laughs> but you're excited. I know yeah. I'm not going to fuck up, but I don't want to fuck up. But mm. <laughs> and then stepping on, because it reminds me of, I'd say the closest one to that was the first time I stepped onto the HHI competition yeah. floor it felt like it went on forever but once you go once you once you sit it's like it doesn't look that big yeah. but when you're on it it's like the it's like a new world mm-hmm. <laughs> like whoa <laughs> there's lights things? <laughs> there's, there's people people. <laughs> you, people you can kind of see but the lights mm-hmm. are just like blinding oh my gosh yeah when i looked out into the crowd because okay like, my vision isn't terrible, but it's not the best either because, like, sometimes I have to squint since, like, the light's right on you. It feels better because you can't really see the people, like, staring at you. Staring in, yeah. But the people in the front row. Oh, yeah, you can like, see them. before we walked in. I yeah, know that stage. They were asleep. <laughs> they were asleep? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They're probably... But I don't think it was us. I don't think it was us. They're probably they were, asleep they beforehand. Like yeah, they were like that when we, like... We're starting the set. Were so. they dance? Were they dancers too? I think they were parents. Makes sense. Okay, if there if yeah. there's college students or even was there a youth division that day too? I think it was just the two divisions, like the X division. Yeah. What? Or I forgot what it's like called, but it was like the because I know it, there wasn't youth because Zena couldn't perform with us, I believe. Oh. Yeah, huh. she was too young. Don't they have something called like Vanguard or something like that? They've changed this, the format a lot. No, a Wait, lot yeah. since I was he- first heavily involved. When was your first competition with Maxed Out? With Maxed Out? It was 2009. 
Oh, cool. Yeah, it, it, so was, it was like seven years. So that was like my first first one. Yeah, that, that was our first maxed out, and that was like the biggest fanbase has done. That was, I think that was one of our first actual community events. I think because prior to that, we were doing other small competitions like Spocom, which is a competition at a car show. We would do festivals. So, but we decided like that. We even did USA Nationals at one point, the collegiate one. But yeah, up to that point, that was our first actual one. And then that's actually one of my favorite sets, even though we were kind of all over the place. But it was kind of like our first our first competition as Fambias because we were under a different name before that. But that was like the, the I guess, the rebirth set of Fambias. So the last one, I think, was it 2016 2000, or 2017. And yeah, that's it's you. I think for me, yeah, I, I was asking you this question because you get to a point, or for me at least, I got to a point where it's like I was able to just like I was thinking to myself out loud while I was performing because everything felt I even felt this at our the most recent temper tantrum performance. Everything felt slow, like slow motion. Yeah, like. I remember saying out loud, is, did they slow the music down? Oh. <laughs> like, and then I watch it, like, oh no, it was regular tempo. But in that moment, my, like, I think it was, some people call it the zone or the flow state. I was in such a flow state. I was able, I got conscious of like, like <laughs> my body was doing everything, but my mind was free to just think. That's kind of cool. So, yeah, that's, that's also like trippy because it, it's like, it's oh, super trippy. Like I try, I tried not to like stay in it too long. Like the first time I think I experienced it was with Fanbiz and our. I think the last max that I did. I think before I even did a temporary like hiatus mm-hmm. uh, or temporary retirement, quote unquote, is where I was like thinking, like, damn, I'm bored. I'm thinking out yeah. loud right now, like because it, it just like my body was doing it, but my mind was like not as engaged. Oh, it was engaged, but it was like aware at a different like level and the same thing happened with temper tantrum it was like the music felt slow uh, even though i even felt like i had to slow down my choreography but i felt like but it's just i was oh i guess a different set of sort of awareness i guess yeah. that that might have come from either experience or the amount of preparation we did but yeah that's one of the reasons i'm asking you because i experience different things when i'm on stage now i feel like so maybe i don't know maybe because like when i was up there i kind of feel like my body's like charged up and i'm just like i have so much and then i just do a little bit too much because i'm like oh my gosh gotta go full out gotta go fast (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i feel i i kind of understand what you mean because when I would do like performances at school, like yeah. with the dance team that they had there for fun, yeah. since we would go over it like over and over and over, it would be like for pep rallies. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I felt that like, oh, the music feels kind of slow also for a little bit, but uh-huh. that was because we did it so many times. Like it, like I was just so used to it. But when I wouldn't practice as much, then I'm like, oh, okay, okay, like I gotta really focus. Yeah, so okay. Maybe focusing and zoning in things. yeah like it becomes so happy because i remember mm-hmm. i the moments where i am i guess especially when i was in the younger stages of competing the super over excitement that where you'd be like 
sometimes you could risk being a count early because mm -hmm. you're, you're trying to go so fast. But I definitely – it's good to hear that you're sharing it because it definitely sounds like the amount of preparation will make it easier for your body and less stressful on your mind. Yeah. So <laughs> then you start overthinking and then it just <laughs> Yeah, that's the dangerous part. That's why I try not to stay yeah. in it too long cuz I'm uh -huh. like, "Oh no, I'm not, I'm going to fucking fuck <laughs> up back. if I stay too long." Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um Yeah, what do you call it? What other competitions were you guys going to be doing this year? It was just going to be maxed out. Have you ever been to any community competitions? Mm -mm. No. I was planning to try and like jump into the like to go see them this year and like next year to try and like experience it since I, I wasn't able to really experience it before because it was just like a whole time thing and responsibilities but then like I feel like now in college since I kind of get to schedule my time I was able to actually go see those events and everything mm. I wanted to like get that experience so I could understand things better with the community I think one event I think that you would like a lot is Culture Shock's H4, hip-hop has history, yeah. Probably one of the best. Like, them and Volt vs. Styles, I think, has done so much for the community. So mm -hmm. I, would, I would definitely check out H4. It's one of my favorite weekend workshops. I think it's a five-day workshop now. But yeah, mm -hmm. it used to be a weekend workshop. They'll be dope once everything is safe again. Because I was going to add on to the Versus Styles, because they were, weren't they having, like, an event, right? Uh, like, when Rona wasn't, like, very scary, it was just, like, the beginning of it. Yeah. We were supposed to go to that one too. Yeah. Let's go experience it. Oh, yeah. We were supposed to perform it at it. Or we submitted to it to see if we can perform. Temper tantrum? Yeah. The, the, I didn't get that memo. So, <laughs> the, what do you call it? The hip hop, their, their dance festival, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. We were, we were getting, yeah. Did you, yeah. Did you even get to be in a rehearsal? Oh, no. You weren't. Because scheduling. Yeah. So, I was I, like, I okay. Was, I trained with you like on the side. Yeah, that's right. We learned the breaking routine and the locking routine and the whacking routine whacking. <laughs> in one rehearsal. Yeah. Wow. I forgot. That was like right w before the first lockdown. Mm -hmm. Dang. Yeah, we were, we were getting ready for that one. It was City Walk and that one we were getting ready yeah. for. And then, <laughs> oh man, I don't know how long this is going to take, but once this is all done, like, what are you looking forward to when it's all done, to doing? Going to studios and dancing. Like, that's, like, the one thing I really, really want to do. But I also want to, like, maybe not jump into it right away because it's still, like, new. But once it's, like, a lot safer, that's, like, one of the things I miss the most, I think. Like, dan spending time with friends and dancing. Just being in that little little circle <laughs> in terms of i think you said you want to teach are you looking to have you already started doing any of your own choreography even if it's just for fun i did one for grits because we had to submit for choreo day and nice. then vandals actually asked me to teach but i was like ah can i do a collab so i was gonna collab with jamie and we actually kind of made a piece but we still have to edit it a little bit i think but we were going to teach a, a piece for vandals. Nice. What? There's a lot of styles of the choreo. Like, what do you feel like you, you resonate more? Like, there's like, I don't know if swag is still a big thing. There's ISO and then there's femme. What do you feel uh, like? I kind of just like let whatever feels good on my body happen. Like, well, would I experience choreographing with her? 
Mm-hmm. And then, okay, well, choreographing with her, it was kind of just like we bounced ideas off each other and just whatever it kind of felt like, oh, okay, this feels good. But when I choreographed by myself for the Grits one, it was just a lot of like overthinking kind of because I was like, oh my gosh, I don't like this. I'm going to change it. I'm going to, I don't like this one. I think I'm going to change this part too. Mm. Then after I got through that block, everything just kind of started like flowing and I was like, okay, I like this. I like this. And then it just came all together. It was just like the first like, like two counts (laughs) where I was just like, I hate this. Super Uh, self-critical. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, I guess it just depends on the song and like how I'm feeling that day. But I think I would I would describe it. Mm. I know you before all this, you're a student. You're still going to be a student. Uh, how do you approach your work life dance balance? Because I feel like that's such a a weird thing. Because your school rehearsals sometimes rehearsals are crazy depending on what career you're in. Uh, what do you call it? Did I say school work whatever. Yeah, you get the trifecta around your age. So how do you approach balancing everything? I don't sleep. (laughs) I don't sleep. (laughs) Basically, that's how it was, like, first semester. Oh, my first, like, semester and a half because, like, halfway through, it was the pandemic came. Mm -hmm. But I was not being kind to my body doing that. Like, I know I wasn't, but I I love dance too much because our practices would be kind of late and it would end late so that... And then I had class early morning. And then after class, I would have work. So it was, like... I just had to figure out how I would always adjust my work schedule to the practices and yeah, 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 that's like class. Yeah. <laughs> but I would also try to, let's say, oh, uh, practice got canceled. Then I would, which never really happened, but I would call into work. So that way I have a little bit like more hours there just because I know I would be like out of the three, I would kind of sacrifice work a little bit more to work with the schedules of school and dance. And then I, like, figured out, okay, this is not working out with, like, sleeping-wise. So then I adjusted my school schedule so then I could have more time with the other two. (laughs) Yeah. But now, but with online school, I got to sleep in more, which was cool. (laughs) And it felt good. Yeah, how's that actually, transitioning from IRL school to online school? Well, I didn't have to wake up, like, an hour or two earlier to find parking and get ready and stuff which was cool I, I just literally I, I just literally put up the laptop and I I like covered the screen or I'd put like a background and just have like my blanket over my head while I'm in class <laughs> just so they don't like see like my hair is like all crazy but that was really dope like I could just literally wake up a minute before and log in which was nice but I had a lot of labs well I had like two or three and one of them we had to work with human cadavers so I was like I was more of like a visual and um like I have to physically be there and better because the 2d wasn't really working for me and Mm. I was like really struggling in that class because of it Mm. but yeah I had to figure out like different ways of understanding the material because and he like they go a little bit faster too and but in person you're able to be like hold up i i don't get it or can you show me this like on the actual body itself yeah but yeah so i had to do a little bit more research in order to understand it better and it was like it was it was a struggle but 
the other ones where I had to be in person weren't as bad. Like I had Liz's class yeah. in one forty one forty three B. That's such and, that's, a, that's um, such an interesting name, one four three. <laughs> for her. Yeah. One four three. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all. <laughs> but yeah. She would give us like different videos that we had to film of us dancing. And it was okay, but I feel like it's just like not the same as in person because of the whole fixing your body and she could actually give you critiques like uh, in person because you can only see so much with like the, f the screen yeah because you can't see like you don't see the front you don't see the side you don't see the back or even a three-quarter view but yeah i have an online class as well and i get students that share that send footage and i i, I do like i do video play-by-plays uh, so even then, it's like a, it's easier to fix it in person because you can just literally yeah. grab their arm and then move it and then done. <laughs> so were you there when we did the first meeting? No, you weren't. Oh, yeah, because I forgot to add you in the text group. Yeah, I'm but sorry. you told me about it. Well, like you gave me the email about like the <laughs> topics after. So I was like, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I had like a, 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 like a six month or one year plan with us where like mm -hmm. If there wasn't a show, we were working on videos and media days and all this other stuff and podcasts. So, yeah. but yeah, my focus with us is more more to be like sponsored, paid. Uh, training really to me wasn't isn't still isn't a priority because it's like, you know, I'm not trying to train dancers. I'm trying to get us paid. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, let's see. I'm oh. interested. Like, so you're. Uh, I mentioned earlier to you uh, that. It's obvious that I'm a decade older than you. Do you have any like particular questions for me as an older dancer and as your Lolo? I know. <laughs> Lolo Tito. <laughs> Just because sometimes I feel like I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in general i'm just kind of like okay go with the flow but like what is the flow what am i <laughs> what is the flow <laughs> okay is this about dancing or is this about life <laughs> Both. <laughs> but like dance i want to eventually be like one of the main things in my life so maybe kind of if you have any advice about how I can step it up there like because right now I'm just like training and trying to like get better and push myself but like maybe like the, the stepping blocks that I should start considering I guess going mm. into as a career maybe that is dance as a career wow all right so <laughs> figuring it out there's no <laughs> such thing ever <laughs> Uh, but, but there's close. There's close. <laughs> I think the closest thing for me is defining what matters most and fucking everything else. For me, the things I've defined as important is my family, mm -hmm. my work, and dance. Okay? And then I've kind of focused a lot of my life towards that. Because one of the lessons I've learned is, is like some opportunities are really just distractions. So like I do social media marketing as my and run a company as such, but I had an opportunity to be the head marketer of this esports company. Mm -hmm. Benefits pays a lot more than running a company right now, but the thing is, was it aligned with my vision for myself, which yeah. is I wanted time for myself, time for family, time for dance. No, what helped me 
was kind of, it sounds airy fairy. And I think I haven't thought about this in a long time, but it's like, what's your vision for yourself? Mm -hmm. Like in a perfect world, what would that look like? Like, okay, I would like, you know, I, and this is an exercise I did back in the day, like in 2013, like, like, what would I be doing in breakfast, all that stuff. And it's never, it's not going to be perfect like that, but you allow yourself to freely think about what you're, what you want in your life. Mm-hmm. And then let that kind of become a filter. So, I mean, I, it sounds like you're doing that already. Like, oh, like work would sometimes take a hit because you want to do that. You want to dance or sleep was becoming a thing. And so you had to adjust a little bit more. It sounds like you're doing that already. Mm-hmm. So I'd say yeah. you're on the right path in regards to that. So now it's like well. time to drop out of school, <laughs> pay off your student debt. Oh, yeah. I don't have any. Oh, nice. Are you? That's like one of the things that I was like, I do not want debt. I do not want debt. You're paying out of pocket and everything. FAFSA. Oh, but like sick. It, the things that like I that it doesn't cover. It's from my job, like the money I get from my that's job. That's still good. Yeah, I'm proud of you for that, dude. That's fucking sick. Because I'm like, oh, I don't want to be like. Uh-huh. I don't know, like in my 40s, and I'm still paying Pay off. For, yeah, I know people who still are still paying it off. But yeah, I'd say get clear on the things that matter to you, like, and then then forget everything else. Yeah, it's just like, People, it's kind of stressful because you know how, like, in a perfect world, I just, like, I just want to be a dancer. Like, that's, like, my big dream. But then I also have to, like, I was always taught, like, okay, think reasonable, too. Like, yeah. that's why I'm going to school and doing, like... Because I do like to help people, and like I want to try to do something that does both helping people and with dance. So that's what I'm kind of aiming towards. But it's also like, if eventually I'm gonna have to put a pause with schooling to chase after like my dreams, like ah, oh, it's just a scary thought to kind of just drop that, you know. Yeah, but one would argue, and I'm like, because I'm 30 and then 32, but you're still 20. If you've chased your dream for five years, you're still 25. I know, but I, it's because I'm very like, okay, schedule, schedule, schedule. But like, also I'll have like some time to have some free time in between. But I like, it like helps me feel calm it, to have things like, okay, I, I know what I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm similar in the sense where I like planning out my week on my Sundays. Yeah. Because um, it, it feels some semblance of control with the million other things that we don't have control over. Mm-hmm. So with you letting go of i guess the structure of school you would have to learn how to structure for yourself yeah so i mean in regards to now i don't think there's any rush to it yeah because but i also think it's probably one of the best times to do it because liz and i was talking to her about it because a lot of people are on their screens and you know how she recently got her agency and all that stuff like Mm -hmm. part of it is because she knows a lot of people right now are on their on their screens so she emailed agencies sent her real so boom so compared to when pre-rona or when all this passes people are going to be busy again yeah so, so now is it, is it good as good opportunity as ever to try to get what you want so mm-hmm. i didn't i'm not sure what that looks like for you but yeah considering that many people do have more free time and i guess it's what we fill that time with yeah, but, yeah. so that it would be like easier to kind of get what you want out there because more it will like reach more people compared to when they had busy lifestyles yeah well what is it that you want to do with dance to begin with all i know is like like initially i wanted to do dance movement therapy because it's 
the way to express emotions and then I wanted to be I felt like that was like a a good path to lead towards because since it helped me I want to see if like oh I want to do that to help others too and then I like once I started dancing more and more I was like man I want to like perform and because I when I watch people dance I'm like oh my gosh it brings me so much joy so I want to be able to do that too mm. and then also want to like in general I want to travel the world but if I was able to do that while dancing and being able to like connect with people through movement like even with that language barrier it would be like hella dope yeah so I feel like that's just what I have in mind right now but I don't have like specifics of like okay I really want to just do this and this and this it's kind of like a, a broader mm, it sounds like an industry that hasn't been created yet for you or something but who knows i mean who knows you might be the person who brings dance movement therapy to different parts of the world that'd be and, really cool <laughs> you can i don't know bring it to the philippines and you know you'd start opening it up with a performance i don't know how the, ther- <laughs> the therapy ocho ocho <laughs> and do the ocho ocho yeah <laughs> you bring people you trigger people's ptsd <laughs> oh no the ocho ocho again <laughs> that's how uh, that's how you um help with their back mobility <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but yeah i think you're on the right path i think what was the other question with that oh with dance like mm-hmm, what is like there... what i wanted to yeah i think how you start get that edge so to speak could you elaborate on that? Like, is, Wait, like, like, is, is that, was that? I'm trying to remember the question. I think like how to get to help level you up in a sense. Oh, well, kind of like my question to you. Yeah. Just kind of like trying to figure out a way to, because in my head it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like a little picture drawn, but kind of like a, a general idea maybe of, I don't know how to say it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. just, just word vomit and I'll try to pick up. Like, I think I said it before, but like things I should consider of like looking into maybe to help with going into dance as a career. So should I like the whole, you know how Liz started emailing agencies? But then again, I feel like I want to train more before I get into that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that. Uh, Let's see. Or like what opportunities I should look like kind of narrow my search yeah like what would help you in terms of getting you ready for the next step in your career yeah uh, two things that just come to mind is one is i would say take advantage of zoom classes because mm-hmm. i know like because then the people who know the higher ups in these agencies are the people who are also teaching classes mm-hmm. and then two is your platform like obviously ig and tiktok are still around when you guys are listening to this like, I don't have an account. <laughs> so, like, I will see. But, like, your platform is in regards to showcasing your work. Because mm-hmm. Instagram is essentially your portfolio. And then Liz has done a, a beautiful job in curating her portfolio and curating her work. If you look at, look at someone who's not a 10K Instagram famous person, but who has mm-hmm. an, a very impressive body of work and who, has a, who really kills it at, you know, uh, connecting with people, she's a great mm-hmm. example. And then, yeah. I think I haven't been seeing your Instagram aside from the one I've made fun of you on, like the Tita one. Tita. Yeah, guys, <laughs> I think one, you, you can definitely show a look. And next is like showcase your skill as well. So yeah. I'd say more, sh- show I more of the videos. a few dance videos. It's just like I'm very critical of myself. <laughs> so. Yeah, you're an artist. So <laughs> the most important thing that I've learned as an artist cause is 
we our subjective opinions might sometimes be different from the audience or mm-hmm. the the quote unquote market. So mm-hmm. like, we'll never really know unless you know you put it out there. Yeah, because then we get feedback. Like people, if people love it, cool. Then that's what gives you the data, so to speak, to keep going. So yeah, I mean, yeah, showcase your work. Because in my head, it's like, especially if you're uncomfortable and you showcase your work, it's the equivalent of going to a freestyle and a cipher because you don't know what people are going to say, but you know, but you'll get the feedback you need. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, hope that, I hope that helps. (laughs) Put it in my pocket. Pick it out for later. (laughs) Yeah. I think that helps. I think that's it just off the top of my head. Yeah. So like. I appreciate it. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Good advice. Now you're not making fun of me. You're actually helping me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you mean, I have to be helpful under this podcast because, you know, people are just going to think of an asshole <laughs> to everyone. <laughs> what about you? Like, I'm just going to ask this real quick. What do you think your, your I'd say, 50-year-old self who's done all these things that you envision, what do you think they would say to you? Good shit. <laughs> but I think, because uh, I feel like, if if I'm able to do what like I plan to do, I think they're just gonna be like, like I'm so proud of you. Well, what what, ad, what advice would they give to you now though? Like oh, don't overthink it as much. Just trust yourself. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're coming from a Filipino family, and mm-hmm. are they supportive with their dancing, or are they like, you know? What are you doing uh, with that? Okay. What is this? Well, in the beginning, beginning, like my mom and I would actually fight over it because I'm like, oh my God, like you're, you're spending so much time doing this, like mm-hmm. focus on school. Like you, what, what do you want to do in life? And I'm like, I don't know. I just want to dance. And then, <laughs> but now that after joining the crew and like showing her like all these things that I was able to do, she's like, okay. Uh, as long as you like know what you're doing and you you get your stuff done if you want like i, I could i could still help you if you want to be pt or <laughs> like she'll still still offer that medical route but she's like not as critical as she was before because she sees that oh wow my, my daughter went to this competition oh wow she's able to do this and that yeah especially with Many Asian parents, I feel like, or even you're parents, a doctor, you're a nurse. Yeah, or may, maybe not just Asian, but there's a lot of parents that can be like, "Oh, what's dancing gonna fucking do?" Mm-hmm. You know, it's not gonna give you benefits. It's not gonna give you, who, it's not gonna pay as well. That's like a a, a reality. That not a lot of people are aware of it. It's not gonna pay well at first. It's a re, it's yeah. a real hustle. It is, it is true. So. <laughs> in the beginning yeah if you find yourself to be a working dancer like that's the ideal like professional is subjective in this, in many senses because just to reiterate the many things i've shared in other videos like you can be a professional dancer at a, an amusement park or mm-hmm. a professional dancer uh, in a theater company or a professional theater on set so uh, you and the thing is with some of those things it's not always steady even if it's yeah. paid so the the i'd say the more ideal thing that many people aspire is to be a working dancer whether it's you're working as a, a dancer in an amusement park or on set or on with a theater you want to have work as a dancer because <laughs> yeah you, so 
and I have no doubt, especially with like another 10 years from now, I feel like there's going to be more opportunities for dance where it feels like there's plenty to do. That's kind of what I'm aiming to do with Temper Tantrum. Like, that's why we're doing podcasts like this. I'm trying to build our brand, get people to be in these one-on-ones will help with, in a sense, people who are li- looking or watching. It's like, oh, I like how this person looks or what they say. And maybe they can be, I don't know, they might, what do you call it? They might have you speak for, I don't know, in five years from now, they might have you speak for graduating students. Who knows? Or mm-hmm. we, we might perform. There's so many possibilities. Like, for me, on my YouTube, like, I was doing a lot of tutorials. And I got to, I got to do a dance hip-hop fitness video for this mm-hmm. company called Sunrider. And that was, like, my first gig that I got because I was just doing videos on YouTube. Oh, I, cool. And I think they paid me about twenty five hundred bucks for three days. Of that's actually really dope. So yeah, so that's yeah. like the things that we can do here. We put content out, we show the videos, everything, and mm. then they find you. Yeah, so it's like it's gonna be a lot of work, but there's a lot we can do. I feel like not many crews are doing this. I think the ones that are already up there are like the Kinjas are killing it. Like, yeah. Shouts out to Kinjas and Mike Song and all of them, Anthony. So they have like their own space. They're they're doing commercials with other and working with other artists. Like that that's what I kind of aspire us to be. But their branding feels like they're super badass in a sense. Like though you look mm-hmm. think about them, fuck they're badass. Job walkies, badass, masks. Yeah. What is it? Royal femme, femme, powerful. Mm-hmm. Like with us I want I kinda want us to be like fun, like the family yeah. friendly, like we're goofy. I, I think I said this too at the meeting, the kind of the David Dobricks of the dance community. Oh my god. <laughs> I could <laughs> see that. I could kind see of, that. Kind of dorky, but we're all fun and we have, we have like fun, uplifting, we have a good time, we feel approachable. Mm-hmm. So, but we could still like go at it. <laughs> <laughs> we still get down. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, are we going to head over to the, the rapid fire segment now? Are you ready? <laughs> she's gonna have a she's gonna have a panic panic attack right now. Uh, <laughs> All right, I'm gonna ask you ten questions. Okay. okay. And here Ready. we go. <clears throat> what color is a toothbrush? Blue. Oh, God, <laughs> freaked out. Uh, describe yourself in three words. Uh, fun, happy, uh, um, <laughs> uh, quirk, quirky. Okay. If you were able to buy any type of food right now, what would you buy? Korean barbecue. Oh, that sounds so good. I haven't had that in forever. Uh, what would you do with your 15 minutes of fame? Oh, uh, promote Black Lives Matter. I want to, I can't use words. <laughs> I want to, like, help people and uh, donate to those that need help. <laughs> there you go. I'm panicking. <laughs> this is probably the best. <laughs> my, my mind is like, like, uh, like SpongeBob freaking out when everything's on fire. Oh my god! That's how I feel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you were famous, what would you want to be famous for? Uh, hopefully for dance. And yeah. What do you? What is it? What is one thing that annoys you the most? When people chew with their mouth open. <laughs> my, my sister my sister and my mom do that i can't eat with them <laughs> um what's the strangest thing you've ever eaten oh wow i've never have i done that yeah i have i closed my eyes mm. it was chocolate covered though so it didn't taste as bad or like it, as bad as i thought it tastes like a crunch bar 
Okay, I, I remember that. <laughs> I don't remember that feeling at all. What's your current favorite workout song? I don't work out. <laughs> you don't work out? Okay, your favorite song to freestyle to. <laughs> I work out sometimes, but it's like it's like on the YouTube. Okay, uh, don't mind that. Well, lately it's been uh, session thirty-two. Session thirty-two. Yeah. I've never heard that. The the way I love that. Yeah, that that one. No, I've never heard it's that. It's like song. very. Soothing. Flowy, chill. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds fun. I'll send it to you after. Okay, that sounds dope. I'll probably add it to my chill playlist. I have a ma- I have a really long chill playlist that I like dancing to. A mellow like Jello playlist. <laughs> kind of yeah, like it's uh, the feel good vibes. Mm. What is your greatest failure in going to school? Um, <laughs> that's so. It's so hard to think on the spot. Because, like, in the moment, you're like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> this moment right now. Because I feel like... <laughs> I can't think of one. <laughs> Maybe just, like, feeling like I'm disappointing the people that were, like, expecting good things, like, in that moment. And then I'm like, ah, oh, I-, I couldn't I couldn't produce what you expected of me. Mm. So I guess that makes me feel like, like, in that moment, I feel like, dang, I'm a failure. Mm. Okay. Greatest <laughs> achievement, to just to balance it out. Achievement, being able to adult, because <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty hard. Like, I'm I'm moving and I buy, got myself a car and I'm I have jobs and I'm I'm doing it. I'm like, fi- I'm figuring it out. <laughs> at twenty, yeah. trying my best. I I was still living with my mom at twenty, so respect. I didn't move out until like <laughs> until twenty five. Like, I mean. It just felt like the right time for me. I feel like it just depends on everybody and their situation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what last question? Rapid fire question. Uh, what's your favorite memory? Uh, so many. Probably being able to go to Disneyland with like my whole family, like at, when they were like everybody was together. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Wow. How old were you in that when that happened? Probably like six. Oh wow. When it, yeah, I was still pretty young. Like, even though I couldn't really go on the rides, it was still like a magical you be with family. Yeah, you're still. It's a big yeah. family thing. Well, like it wasn't like my full full family. It was kind of like like the beginning family, like my my dad, my mom, and my sister. Oh yeah. And then yeah, before I had like my other sister. They weren't born yet, so uh, <laughs> yeah. it didn't matter. So. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Last question. It's not a rapid fire question, so take your time. What would you like people to say about you when you're gone? That she dropped out of school. <laughs> That's what you would say. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like at your memorial. Oh, man, I, Emory was such a good guy. He would always advise me: drop out of school, quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> Important life lessons. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I'm here today. <laughs> but I just hope that people like. When they think about me, like they, they think that I made like a positive impact because I try my best to like be be something that can make them happy, at, like at, or like bring good memories. Like I don't want uh, hopefully nothing negative. I just hope that they like enjoy my presence and that I'm able to help them one way or another. Mm, nice. Yeah, that's one thing. I'm talking to you after, especially after this. I'm excited for what you're going to become because you're still young as fuck. You're 20. You gotta, I like, feel old though. Cause, I mean, 
feeling old i feel like happens when life's when fucking life starts punching you in the face a lot so but i think it comes the face with, and the gut <laughs> everywhere <laughs> but staying young i think involves keeping in touch with what makes you happy which is dance and connecting with people i think that's one of the reasons i feel like i still look young aside from building filipino i still feel young because i'm dancing I, i'm still pretty mm-hmm. flexible relative to my contemporaries and my people in their 30s not other 30 year old dancers but 30 year old office workers are much more flexible but mm-hmm. more than me too <laughs> so with you because i i remember what i was like 20 and having not just uncertainties of like especially with fan base or what I wanted to do with dance and my career and all that shit. So I can definitely relate and empathize with that sense. But you, you having a lot more, even now compared to me, like when I was your age, YouTube wasn't as big yet mm-hmm. or connecting with people online wasn't as big yet. Uh, so I think you, you suck. No. <laughs> I know. But, I'm just... <laughs> No, but I definitely think I'm excited for the youngsters like you, like Jamie, even Diego. He's in, I'd say, in the middle age. (laughs) But uh, even AJ and Rosie, I'm excited to see what you guys will become when you're me, Liz, and John's age. Mm -hmm. Because there's the moments that, like, when we, you guys are asking us questions, like, we still feel like you or we're still learning. But eventually, you're going to get to a point. You might even feel it now with like when there are some of the younger dancers in Grits where they're asking you questions. Like, But you'll get to a point where like you have a, a body of knowledge and a body of work where people are going to be looking up to you. Mm-hmm. Maybe not literally, but... <laughs> Thanks. But... <laughs> maybe if I'm on like a step stool, maybe. <laughs> All right, so ask that question again. <laughs> I'm excited to see what you're going to become. And then I'm excited to for when when this whole thing happens again, I have an idea of what we're gonna do for our first rehearsal, which is get drunk. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm I, fine with that. I'll I be have, of age. You'll be of age. Oh yeah, I forgot you're young. <laughs> I, I'm so I, I've been so used to dancers almost, being almost. of age. Yeah, but I, it's it's not drinking. It's something I hope would be grounding for everyone. You haven't been with me in rehearsals yet, but aside from the obvious talking shit. But I, mm-hmm. I do have, I, in Tamper Tantrum, I do have a quote-unquote spiritual aspect that I'm going to be re-implementing that I did used to do with Fambis. So I, was just gonna... I mean, you did meditate with us yes. one time. Oh, yeah. How did you feel with that? It was really, it felt really cool because I was, my, my body doesn't really retain heat a lot. So I was like freezing. But then when we started meditating, like I felt really calm and like I started feeling warm. Mm. So it was like, I felt like, whoa, what's going on? And it felt really relaxing also because it was like windy. So you kind of heard like the wind while yeah. you closed your eyes. And it felt it like. Mm. Yeah, that was the first time I've done that with anyone outside of Ambiz. I think that was the first time I like actually meditated. I think that was probably the first time because there's like maybe small times where you're just like, like just breathing but that was like the first time being in a group and actually like okay you are meditating yeah (laughs) and and just focusing on your breath and yeah that's definitely one of the things i'm going to be implementing with temper tantrum because it's like a it's calming because it's like with biz it was always like 
this is your quiet time so you can leave your shit out the door mm-hmm. you can relax you don't and all this other other stuff that meditation has benefits for so and yeah, yeah I, I really I, liked it like I, i'm glad you did because i wasn't sure because I w- i'm not the director so me random guy saying hey we're going to meditate felt was kind of weird mm-hmm. so all right so where can people find you online to connect with you and so they can chat or support you and all the good stuff well i mostly use instagram so at marie shihaha uh, m-a-r-i-e-s-h-e-h-a-h-a and i have a youtube but i need to start posting again because i kind of like deleted videos i could send that to emory because i forgot my name <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> and those are the main two that I use mm. and all the stuff that she shared everything in regards to what you mentioned links are going to be in the description down below so that's it make sure you guys give her some love support and everything as she goes through her dance journey as we go through this journey in 2020 if you guys like this video or podcast make sure you give it a like give us a follow thumbs up hit the bell the notifications and share this with friends who you think might find this entertaining or even educational or empowering whichever you know whatever floats your boat and with that have an amazing week day life rest of 2020 hopefully it's better in the next year and we'll see you guys in the next episode of throwing tantrums take care guys peace bye